Alrighty. Okay, we're back again. Uh, guess I kind of have to do the intro again because I ain't gonna find that audio clip again. So basically, well, what? Go ahead. No, I I was saying well, womp womp. Oh. All right. For those of you who actually listen, this is Nightly Crackhead Discussions. We pre we just had a crash, so we're restarting this this whole episode back again. But this time we're gonna start kind of where we left off, at least a little bit. This is agreed. Just a peek from Twitch. Just say hi. Boy, hello. Hello, friends and family, and fans alike. And we're going to forget the whole first subject completely, and we're going to just find a different one to do at the end. So. <laughs> Getting back to what I was doing, some clarification for you guys on what happened when we crashed. So, we were talking about like types of sword we basically we got into this whole thing about like traditional like egyptian swords greek swords japanese we mainly talked about the japanese one it was long thing and then we got into like fighting styles for swords and i was telling jessa here about what kind of sword style I use. And we had a bit of a discussion about that. He took a couple of guesses, traditional kendo and or, you know, fencing, but he was wrong. And I was describing what my trainer is pretty much, which is pretty much just a PVC pipe with an electrical tape handle that's cut to a certain length. And you, uh, you had said that you have electrical tape wrapped around uh, the handle. Is that more for, uh, it's it's like not just for aesthetic purposes. It's okay. more for just like it's a practical use too. It like right. makes it so my hand doesn't slide. Right. Um, on that note, uh, in terms of grip, I was thinking more. Uh, you in in terms of function. Uh, I mean, since there's an aesthetic angle to it, it probably wouldn't work. But uh, for pure traction, a, a low-grit sandpaper would probably work great. Like a really low-grit. We don't have any of that. So I had to oh. work with But anyway, that's pretty much just describing the whole thing. We also talked about how... Uh, when I tried practicing with a wooden sword that's pretty much the same length, uh, I broke off the handle. Now, when you're when you're practicing, are you more uh, like uh, sparring with another person, or more like a still figure, I'm or just sort of? Uh... I'm kind of just swinging it around, kind of getting my getting into the flow. Clinton, the juice is flowing, you know? Yeah, pretty much. Just plug this in. And there we go. But, uh, I do not do kendo, nor do I do fencing. Uh, if, we, if I'm going to try and, and explain what I do, it's kind of... We've got to kind of put it into a certain context. You know how, you know those like people, you know people who like in like TV and like friend fairs. Are and you trying? Are you trying to tell me that you're a Jedi? No. Shit. No. Well, I'm not right a lot of the time, and this is uh this is another one of those times. So. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could kind of put it that way, depending on what I have in my hand. But, you know how 
like Ren Fairs and stuff, and you know, LARPs. People have like a right, shield like, and a sword and like a long sword. Yeah, that without the shield. So, uh, so so more like a uh, like a classical European, um, like combat. Like n- not uh, not not European competition because that would. F- Go ahead. Basically, I just I fight with I fight one handed with a long sword, like half right. half of Kirito from Sword Art Online. Right. Or basically, basically him until he got the Dark Repulsor. Yeah, I uh, I actually just rewatched Sword Art not too long ago. So it's, it's pretty good. I lost you there. Oh boy. Again. Uh, I said that uh, I I recently rewatched Sword Art. It's it's still pretty good. It held up pretty well. Yeah. But I wouldn't say it's yeah. uh. That's basically what I do. Right. Um. Yeah. I mean, like, I uh, I have one blade that is definitely sharp the the edges um one of them has blunt edges but a sharp point uh one of them is a civil war replica which uh it's blunt the whole way down they were more used for uh crippling and breaking bones limbs uh they they basically cavalry swords where you would be uh you know gallivanting along on your trusty steed and, and reach down and, and slap someone right on the shoulder and, you know, bust their shoulder and, and take them out of the game. Yeah. Well, the game. Yeah. But basically, it's the, pretty much all I do. It's pretty basic. I don't like doing two-handed with, my, with long swords, mainly just because of how I feel about it. With two hands, um, you you have more like force, but you have you have limited movement because you can only go so far uh, before you have to use the rest of your body. Right. Um, sh- you, surely you have more range in a standing position uh, with a one-handed approach, but. Yeah, because um, the blade, the blade rate, the blade itself is three feet, and my arm is two, ish. So, right, like two and a two. And, and I a mean, half. so I got overall, I got like a five and a half foot like length between you and me and this sword. Right. And I have more. And I mean, like my arm, so I can push it out farther. I think it really depends on. Um, how strong you are for for like a two-handed like a larger sword um guarding guarding because guarding guarding, i use two hands right um like uh long there there is lighter long swords but uh things that would be you know typically classified as a great sword those would definitely be for use with two hands just because one hand is you know you're not going to pack anything behind it because of how heavy it is yeah, I agree. Those are definitely made for just like two-handed attack and, and right, and not really used for defending. Um, contextually they can be, but typically they aren't. That's what I meant. Typically, it's never really used like that. Yeah, I, I would say that it's it's reserved for uh, the the uh, top percentage of skill. Yeah. Uh, to which to which I am not. And with this, with what. I- uh, you cut out.
You there, bud? Hello. Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. All right. It did that whole reconnect thing. I was really scared. Thought we we're gonna have to do this right. again. <laughs> well, if, if we uh, if we if, if we had another crash, I'd probably say that uh, someone's telling us today ain't the day. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But uh, but basically, but basically, if I really wanted to, because I use take. I typically I use my right hand. It's like a dominant sword swinging hand. I could use my left. Right. Put like a shorter sword in. You know. Right. It's like a, yeah. I mean, um, the smaller you, the smaller you kept it, the the uh, the. Mm, I don't want to say agile. The more uh, adept at controlling fine movement would be as compared to two similarly sized blades in each hand. Mm -hmm. Right, because like you could use the momentum of the heavier sword uh, to set up uh, follow-ups with that smaller blade, like, like something like a dirk or a small dagger, you know? Like a short sword, really. Like when I when what I'm thinking of is like turning a short sword back, so that the blade is pointing backwards to kind of use it as like a block towards, right? Kind of kind of a shield you can use to cut people with. Uh, if I remember correctly, there's actually shields throughout history that do have bladed edges that they cut with. Yeah, but it's like an actual sword you can kind of flip over and then use to just kind right, of right down like an actual sword. Basically, a secondary weapon if you lose your first one too. Yeah, and I mean, um, I'm sure if we're talking about genuine combat circumstances, it's definitely uh, it's definitely intelligent to keep like a boot knife or something strapped to your side as well. I keep several. Obviously, in a like a competing or a training setting, that doesn't really apply. But uh, in terms of genuine combat, uh, you you know you never know yeah, you're when you're gonna lose your your main arm. So you definitely need something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I did like your guess on kendo, by the way. Uh, I I respect kendo as an art highly. I I. I tend, I actually kind of like kendo from from like the bottom of my soul if I have one. Don't I, worry, I don't. <laughs> like the bottom of whatever is lurking in my body that's slowly killing me. <laughs> I just kind of respect it. It's a very great way to learn how to use basically anything. If you basically any kind of long sword with two-handed handle, if you really put your mind to it. Well, I mean, let's uh, let's be honest. If you really put your mind to most things, it can probably be done. But. Uh... The, the, the biggest problem with kendo to me personally is how expensive it is uh, for the entry level to get into it. Like actually competing. That is a bit of an issue. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the equipment is, is quite expensive. It's very pricey. Yeah. But overall in the end, if you learn the skills, right pretty pretty worth it i mean i mean yeah uh i don't think it has much genuine combat usage but as an art it's uh it's definitely respectable it's a very respectful art all right we're at the 15 minutes so let's switch to the next subject 
swords depicted in, ironically, in anime, in TV, anime, and movies? Uh, are games included? Uh, that's the next subject after this one. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, so obviously, the first thing I have to start with is uh, Kill Bill and the Hattori Hanzo Blade. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, canonically, in in the the fictional universe of Kill Bill, which there's there's Kill Bill one and two, part one and part two. Sorry. Um, Hattori Hanzo is. What's that? Volumes, technically, but go on. Right. Um, but it's... Uh, Hattori Hanzo is a uh, Japanese native who... Uh, he, he's, you know, he's always lived in Japan. He never moved to America. But uh, American swordsmen and women would go to Hanzo to commission blades to be made specifically for them. And... Uh, canonically, they're considered the of the highest uh, quality possible. There, there is none better. So I, I don't feel like you can really. I don't feel like we can have a discussion about movie and TV show swords without talking about a Hattori Hanzo. You know. We're taking examples from like anime too and stuff. Don't don't just forget that. Right. Um. I I don't watch too much uh sword based anime. Um, I don't remember what it's called, but I remember that Inuyasha had a specific blade that uh, he used throughout the entire series. Can't remember. Let me let me find that. Ah, uh, Tessaga. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Um. That I uh, I grew up with uh, Inuyasha being on Adult Swim when I was probably eight, between eight and ten years old. That was one of my first anime experiences besides, like, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. The one from Dragon Ball Z, the Z-Sword. Z-Sword's pretty cool. Yeah, that uh, that Trunk use, Trunks uses. Wasn't it Gohan that had it? It may have been. I know that Trunks does have a sword uh, when he initially comes to the past. Because that's what he cuts. Uh, I think it was Frieza. But when Frieza came back the second time, he comes and er, was it cooler? Uh, Gohan. I know the trunk. Goku, Future Trunks, and a couple of Future Warriors. Zeta Sword. So you're right, it has been used by Trunks. Right. But it's also been used by Gohan. Well, tra he's trained to wield it. Didn't Goku break it once? Uh, Goku definitely used it at one point. Uh, the sword is not particularly sturdy. Goku and Gohan broke the sword just playing around with it. Read this. Later on, when Goku visits the sacred world of the Kais after returning to uh, to other world, he tests Gohan by hurling a large boulder towards him, which the Z sword cuts through easily. Yeah, so it it kind of seems uh. In order to test seems inconsistent. Limits, wait, hold on. In order to test the sword's limits, Shin materializes a giant cube made of Kachin. The densest material in the universe to give Goku to throw it at Gohan. Unfortunately, the. I'm over this. Not all hope was. Yeah, the breaking of the blade released the power held within the sword.
Yeah, the uh, it it also it it broke in the uh, the fight against Deborah, and it was in a couple of the games as well for Dragon Ball Z. Actually, a, oh my god, a lot of the games. Warriors, Boost Fury, Budokai, Tenkaichi Three, Tenkaichi, Tenkaichi Tag Team, Tenkaichi Tag Team, Super Sonic Warriors Two. On the Shin Buddha guy. And is referred to in the English version of the stage's description as the Zeta Sword. In the title for the scenarios in Gohan's story, it's referred to as the Zet Sword. There's a lot. Yeah, there's there's a whole lot of info. Like, we're not even going to get through all of them a lot. And now, um, there's so many uh, screenshots too of just various people in the Dragon Ball Z canon holding it. There's <laughs> just so many. Uh, next one I can think of The Elucidator. That was uh, from uh, Sora Omania. Right. Uh, that was uh, Kirito's? Uh, one of them, yes. Primary weapon. His sword is a... This This one is a demonic monster drop from a boss on the 15th floor. He wields it along with the Dark Repulsor. It was boosted to plus 45 by Lisbeth out of a maximum of 50. So, yeah, the, uh, dude, look at this range is short. It's a, it's a one-handed long sword. The type of sword is the type of attack is slash. It's attack ranges from 700 to 710, which is actually not that bad. Its durability is 1350. Its weight's 170. Jesus. That's a very heavy sword. Requires level 61. When you equip it, equip something that says equip plus 50. Hold on. Let me just check something real quick. Uh, hold on. Oh, there's a lot. Yeah, I mean, most of these, most of these blades. It also gives you plus twenty-eight agility and plus forty-eight strength. Most of these blades are going to have uh, a, a, an amazing amount of lore because uh, usually when blades are named in animes, they are the the plot is written around them in a certain and way. And that's just oh my, that is just a boss drop. That's a lovely. That's a four fifty boss drop. That is in all reality a pretty shitty sword, and it's badass. Yeah, but uh, don't forget that Kirito has plot armor, so. <laughs> Fair point. And the Dark Repulsor, um, too. That was an interesting. Right. So basically, they, uh, for most people who listen to this that don't know what the Dark Repulsor is or is made out of, it's made out of dragon poop. <laughs> Big old ball of dragon. Sleet. So, congratulations. It's harder than steel. So, base, so, congratulations, people. If dragons do exist, their poop is crystal and can be used to make swords. It's harder than steel. 
and you know, I kind of like the Dark Pulsar just in the sense that it looks more like a long sword than the Elucidator does. Right. Um, this is going to be kind of a uh, out of nowhere pick, but uh, the Leaf Sword from Adventure Time. Oh, that that was a cool one. Also, the yeah, fin, uh, the fin sword. Well, the the too. the thing about the leaf sword was that it it was, uh, well, yeah, it was Finn's limb for a long time. Like whenever he, yeah, like he uh. It bought it from off. a grassy wizard, it, 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 and he cursed the sword. It was, it was cursed. He's became super skilled with it because it was so cursed. It wouldn't let go of his arm, and when he finally accepted it, he could control it as he pleased. Right. And then when trying to keep his father from leaving him again, it basically covers his entire arm until... Snap! It, it Yeah, it tears. It rips. And then there's, like, this liquid that's coming from, like, somewhere that splashes on his arm. Then blah, 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 dee da dee da dee da dee da Long plot, a lot of bull crap. I, uh... And basically, he gets his arm back from this weird anthropomorphic bee thing. I would have to say that uh, Adventure Time is probably one of the best cartoons of the 2010s. And then it's basically his arm for a while. He gets the fin sword again. Just as I mentioned, he gets the fin sword, which is basically him turned into a sword. Also, the uh, the demon blood sword from Adventure Time. That was a cool one. It was a very cool Yeah, it was... Uh... Extracted demon's blood, which Joshua, who is uh, Finn and Jake's father, well, Jake's actual father and Finn's adopted father, extracted the the demon's blood and uh, forged it into... Technically, if you watch the tapes that he recorded for Finn and stuff and everything, the demon actually extracted it himself. To get out right. of his chains. And then Joshua just kind of stole it. I don't blame him. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I really don't. I mean, this dude got his fucking... He sucked out his own blood to just escape. Got holy water poured on him. And then years later... Finally gets his blood back. Joshua's dead. He kidnaps Jake. Now he's pissed. Well, I mean, I don't... Sorry. I interrupted. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, another really cool one was the four-dimensional sword from from when Finn got those glasses that made him smart. Right. Um, I mean, we could honestly probably do a whole episode about Adventure Time weapons. Yeah. Another one. Berserk. The main character's sword. Guts. Oh my god. His his blade is just the Uh, fattest piece of shit. I have actually never watched uh, Berserk. It is the fattest um, metal you will ever see. Yeah, it looks awful. I know, but it cuts so well. <laughs> oh my god. I'm looking on... I just got an ad on Etsy for Berserk armor. <laughs> One-to-one steel for cosplay and it's fourteen thousand dollars i know so oh expensive. my god ah crap there go my headphones 
who is hold on i just gotta ask who is buying this hold on there's comments people have to have bought this <laughs> what Can we just derail for a second and ask who has $14,000 of disposable income to spend on a basically non-functioning suit of armor? It wouldn't actually protect you in, in, in a fight, even though you're not going to be sword fighting anybody in a serious context Rich in today's society. $14,000. Play just for the hell of it. Not because they right. just because. Just, just $14,000 is a little bit too big for just cause. Yeah, well, they got like millions, so they don't really give a shit, do they? I suppose. Cheshire Werewolf on Etsy. You're you're killing it. You're living your best life. Oh, fucking, what is that? Soul Eater, Soul Eater. Oh, my God. My God, all of these cosplay Soul pieces are insane. Krona from Soul Eater. His sword. I'm really just surprised that's a guy. Jesus. It's just a sad boy. Looks like a chick, my man. It's a, it's a sad boy. Uh, was Ragnarok? That's the name of the sword. That thing is. Bad. When was the? Uh, I think we're. I think we're over the fifteen minutes for, for shows and movies. Oh yeah, we kind of got a into that and we got two minutes over okay um so yeah video games yeah i think games is gonna be the big one video um oh genji's sword correct oh my lord you um actually look at that thing that thing it makes me want to vomit i mean it's uh the curved blade is quite curved. Yeah, too curved. Now, I see on Blizzard's website, they are selling the Genji sword for $200. That's genuinely a blade? Or is it some horse shit, you know? <laughs> You know where you can buy something like that? It's like Apple. uh Vulcan gear. Oh my god, I fucking hate that. I hate my Wi-Fi so much. <laughs> hey, you sound like you're having some trouble. Yeah, it it won't work on my phone for some reason. Um. So my my first pick for game swords would be uh, Final Fantasy VII, Sephiroth's Masamune. You can actually buy like a like Genji sword, like actually made of metal, right? On Wish for twenty five to from like twenty five to seventy bucks. I promise that that's going to be a very poor quality blade from Wish. I know, but still. You can just buy it off of Wish. I mean, yeah. You can buy anything off of Wish, but it's going to be awful. <laughs> uh, you can buy literally anything off of Wish these days. You can buy... Oh. I have seen literal ads on Wish for crack pipes. I have seen ads Bulk on crack pipe deals. Dildos. Yeah. And... This is the worst thing. Anal, like seriously, anal plug tails. Cock and ball torture. That that's actually a thing. 
Uh, I'm very aware. <laughs> it's also a lit head. meme. Penis sleeves you can put on your head. Awesome. I don't know what I would do without Wish. Wish just makes you fucking laugh. You can buy lightsaber chopsticks. They seem like they're living their best life. Don't buy anything off Wish right now. You'll get the coronavirus. You can get a, you can get a pipe to smoke weed out of that looks like a saxophone. I mean, you can get those at head shops in America, and they're probably going to be better quality. <laughs> okay, back to what we were talking about. <laughs> Masamune Video- from Final Fantasy VII. Cloud Sephiroth's sword. No, uh, Masamune, Sephiroth's sword. It is... I need the measurements because it's fucking, it's fucking massive. It's, it's massive. It's actually massive. It's like the size of a door. It might be bigger than that. It's, it's huge. It's absolutely huge. Six to eight feet long so the size for just the blade. Oh my god. So it's, ma- it's massive. So basically, if I took my sword and added another three feet... That's just the blade. How long is the handle? Uh, it does not specify. Ah. I don't think it's canonically specified. I don't think it's canonically specified how long it is to begin with, but it's, uh, the blade is as big as Sephiroth is tall. Jesus. And Sephiroth is very tall. Uh, and in the Kingdom Hearts series, it's actually much longer than it normally is. Figured. Yeah, because Kingdom Hearts has to be extra as hell. I know. Um, but yeah, it, it's insane. Also, uh, I think I heard you say Cloud's Buster Sword. Oh yeah, I call it the Cloud Buster. Yeah, I mean it's uh, it's I mean, it's can... also large as hell. Fuck! It's fucking! It's it's completely useless in like a battle situation. Absolutely. I mean, the thing's thicker than a pillow. It's taller than Cloud. And Cloud's how tall? Um, I think he's in the six feet range. It's thicker than a pillow, over seven feet tall. How the fuck are you? It does have a very long handle. How are you gonna swing that though? Like, how heavy is that thing? By being a god. That's all there is to it. You just gotta be a god. Titus's hook sword from Final Fantasy X. That's a cool one. Yeah, that's a really cool one. Final Fantasy has many, many, many good blades. Yes, it does. The gun blade. Right. Um, Dope. Not useful in real life at all. No. Uh, oh, Dante's sword from Devil May Cry. Yeah. Rebellion. Soul Calibur. From Soul Calibur. Soul Calibur from Soul Calibur. <laughs> uh, yeah, Dante's sword is called Rebellion. It's, it is uh, canonically a magical sword. So... Um, it's it's pretty uh you know that would probably explain it's, it's why cloud was able to lift the buster sword i mean it's probably a magic sword it's let's be honest magic sword <laughs> it's final fantasy everything's magic everything is magic at this point i mean title everything's wasn't magic. even real i mean everything's magic like titus his xanarchan wasn't even real his father jekt was just not real he wasn't even real. 
like real real you know inception in fact he was the villain in t- in fucking 102 where you know the main character let's talk about uh <laughs> let's talk about final fantasy 13 for less than a minute um the game is awful to play, but it has one of my favorite stories from a Final Fantasy game. Yeah. 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 That's that's really all I wanted to touch on about Final Fantasy Thirteen. Ten most beautiful cutscenes when they were actually like animated. Ah, uh, I don't know. Like for the time that it came out, I would say that Final Fantasy Fifteen has. No, well, no. Final Fantasy VII had the most dramatic increase in in graphical engineering. The cutscene because it went from top down two D to three D polygonal animation. I know, but like the actual like animated cutscene is not using like the in game models or anything stuff like that. Oh, right. It would make um, any gamer who loved Final Fantasy cream themselves yeah but uh final fantasy 15 was far more impressive in my opinion uh i mean that game's stunning i i have 10 to 20 screenshots that i have saved on my computer from my first playthrough that are just like breathtaking I think uh, Final Fantasy X really, more than anything, had uh, the soundtrack behind it. Final Fantasy X's soundtrack was one of the best in the series. Trying to think of another one. For uh, Gang Swords? There's several. Um, We're not going to mention it because we already mentioned Final Fantasy. It's not... Technically, a sword. Everyone thinks it is. No, that uh, Kratos's blades of chaos. Oh, yeah. Everyone, uh, <laughs> same thing. Everyone thinks it's a sword. I mean, it it's a blade. I guess it kind of counts, though. Yeah. I mean, uh, colloquially speaking, it would be referred to as a sword, but in all technical definitions, it wouldn't fall under that. Yeah. Oh, you know another one I just thought of for the TV and stuff category? What's up? Sokka's sword from Avatar. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That was a, that was a cool one. Yeah. I mean, uh, like I said, mo- most uh, swords in like animes and games uh, have like plot written around them. So they're, they, they end up being like mythical sort of uh, like almost characters of their own. Chaos Eater from Darksiders. Yeah. That's another one. Yeah, and... uh, This one isn't really a blade, but, like, just... Like, death. Death's double size from Darksiders, too. But what about the Flame Sword from Dead... uh, What the fuck's that game called? I love that game, and I can't even think of it name for it um oh my god zombie game parkour is involved it's like a open world dying light that's that's it um the shitty homemade flame sword from dying light like you could put like a little flamethrower on the end of your shitty little machete 
<laughs> just bitch. Yeah, just just annihilate. Right, we're a few seconds past. So no doubt. For the last category, let's just let's just go into left field and just kind of worst kind of worst sword you've ever seen in any circumstance. Like whether you've read about it or actually like seen it in real life TV. Um, in terms of practical usage, I would say the charge blade from Monster Hunter World. Pretty much any big weapon from Monster Hunter. Yeah, but especially that fucking charge blade where it's <laughs> it's a hybrid shield and sword that slides apart. Like Let's pretend that any human on this planet could make this work in any way. <laughs> it just ain't gonna work. It'd be a miracle. I think it's beyond the point of miracles. I think it just fucked. I think it's just not gonna work. <laughs> you'd have to be a literal... You'd have to literally bend time and space for it to work. I mean, you you would have to be peak human. Uh, there's there's a subreddit where they talk about uh, like who would win in a fight, blah 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 blah. And a lot of the time they use peak human, which is uh, attributes from the best in every category, like the strongest, the fastest. Maybe under those circumstances, maybe, but probably not. Still, yeah. Um, the, uh, I, I had mentioned them earlier, the Civil Wars, uh, blunt swords. Now, if, if you're going to be making and machining a blade, why, why, <laughs> why would you ever make it blunt? Like, yeah, you can break people's arms from on your horse, or you could make it sharp and you could cut right through them from on your horse. And then instead of a broken bone, they're bleeding out because medical technology has wow, not... Literally just cut the fuck off. Well. <laughs> yeah. That certainly is the case. There's, there ain't no way tampons are going to fix that. I mean, no. They, you can shove a whole, a whole fucking box of maxi pads at it. It's not going to do anything. As long as that's going... He's dying. Yeah, I mean, it's... Left, uh, and you could cauterize the wounds with the fire. Yeah, but depending on how large they are, um, if someone back then goes into shock and is still bleeding, uh, like, their body's going to start shutting down because they don't have what we have now. Either way, that large cut right up along the, the abdomen the whole way up is just that it's they're probably gonna die at that it's just point in time. Um, yeah, at that point in history they just weren't equipped to handle that kind of stuff. What's another one? What's another one that I can What's that? Uh, oh, the scissor blade from Kill a Kill. Indeed, indeed, I agree. What the fuck is he? Is, is even is that? Um, <laughs> uh, hold on. It is. Uh, it looks. It looks so cool, but it's so impractical. Uh, pyramid head sword. Oh my god, that gigantic thing! The great knife. <laughs> the great butter knife. Yeah, the gray knife. Yeah. Hard to use, but lethal is the description. Let's be honest. 
Uh, Pyramid Head apparently switched at some point to a lightweight great spear. Dude, there's so much. The Boogeyman Knife in Silent Hill Homecoming. Well, that just sounds fucking silly. Alice's Kitchen Knife. My Weird Alice in Wonderland horror game. Oh, from uh, Alice? Yeah, from Alice. Yeah. Uh, I much prefer the first one that came out in, like, 98. Over uh, the Madness Returns that came out, like, oh, I think it was something like eight years ago. Hold up, how good am I guessing? Alice Madness Returns. 2011. Ooh, nine years. Ooh, so damn close. Um, I think... I know people are going to hate me. The Master Sword. Oh, well, yeah, obviously. Wait, for, for what? Impractical? No, just... I just don't like it. I don't like how oh, it looks. I mean, fair enough. I don't like how it looks. Um, I definitely do, but I prefer some iterations of it over others. I just don't like it. Like the uh, the Wind Waker's Master Sword? I prefer that over like Ocarina of Time. Dumbest thing I've seen with a sword. Or something similar. The dumbest thing? Yeah. Tell me the absolute dumbest thing. Lightsabers. Let me just explain this. Um, Let me explain. Lightsabers are literal means of energy. Correct. They can burn, they can melt, they can do pretty much anything. And yet these motherfuckers still bleed when they're stabbed and cut. Uh, I think that's more uh, a fault on just the design of, or the recording of the films. The uh, In any real scenario, if you had an actual lightsaber, the wounds would be cauterized the moment you... You cut it. I know. Which, like, I think in, in like, a canonical sense, from, like, the books and George Lucas's actual uh, opinion on the world is that it does cauterize the wound. And that's more focused towards, uh, like, the Jedi's art of sword fighting. You know? Yeah. I mean, I'm, uh, I don't know. We, we went through a lot, a whole lot of swords. And a couple non-swords, like the charge blade, because it's a giant axe as well as a sword. Sword Art Online, the Alfine part of Sword Art Online, like the first part. Right. Like, not... Sort of online two or alkization, no fucking the alpine part of sort of online, the actual sort of online, right? Gigantic ass sword Kirito gets is literally, um, it's literally just looks like a cheap knockoff of Guts's Berserk. Guts, it's Guts's just a Walmart. Like, they just went to Walmart to get him a new sword, and they just, like, looked around, and they saw a Berserk replica. I don't know. What a bunch of schmucks. Yeah. 
that's overall that's just a terrible sword. Yeah, I mean uh swords are uh I don't, I, swords definitely won't ever go away. I mean, they, they've fallen out of the, the mainstream of, like, actual combat, but they've been, uh, they've been sort of bled into the popular culture at this point, and it's, you know, they're, they're not going away anytime soon. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Uh, we covered a lot. Yeah, for sure. Um, a lot better than my first episode. Oh yeah. <laughs> you actually listen to the first episode; it's terrible. Well, um, it's it's a blessing and a curse, but uh, I'm a I'm a super chatty person, and I won't ever shut the hell up. So that uh, that definitely helps. Yeah. Plus, I've got uh, a decent bit of public, ex- decent bit of uh, public speaking experience. That's a hard three words to say together for something that demonstrates your ability to do the thing that you're trying to pronounce. <laughs> Big oof. Question. What's going on, bud? Are you still? streaming yeah uh so i have it on my be right back screen uh, i i told them that uh, i told everyone that you know i was going to record a podcast i'll be back in like an hour um but i'm not gonna end the stream because i i'm my streams on saturday or go till 5 a.m oh yeah totally i just drop your stuff and you can stop and you can get back to your stream yeah, gotta 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 keep grind. Gotta gotta grind it every day, brother. Gotta grind it every day over there on Twitch slot Joseph Peak. Yep. That's my shit right there though. Yeah. Um Twitter. Once yeah, again, yeah, it's, it's, you can find me on yeah, Spotify I'm, or Anchor if you actually listen to it's, podcast on here i am just a peak everywhere twitter facebook instagram tiktok twitch uh it's the same everywhere if there's a platform i probably have an account on it i'm pretty much the same everywhere except for like my facebook my twitter my instagram and my discord a big thing for you to get the word out about this, Twitter is massive for spreading the word on content. Uh, rebrand your Twitter for the podcast and start looking into relevant hashtags. Twitter's amazing for that. Yeah, but I'm a small account. I don't really have to pay attention. Well, that's that's what the the use of proper hashtags will uh, will slowly start gaining you followers, and and once you get followers and they they retweet your stuff, more people see it, more followers, and you know it's it's a cycle. As long as you post compelling content, which uh, I I will be the first to admit that I slack on my Twitter all the time, but uh, I I do post updates about the streamer if I'm going to be late or not be able to stream that day or something. At the bare minimum. But yeah, buddy. Uh, we had a good chat. Everything went well. Yeah, we did. We had um, a long conversation about swords and basically anything about them that we could think of. And it's actually the best guest. You've actually been the best guest I've had. Well, I, I strive for excellence. <laughs> this is only the second episode. Like, I'm... well. Surprised. Well, uh, I mean, I do bullshit all night, so <laughs> this is it's already what I do. It's just that the camera's not on, so faces don't matter. Yeah. Which that's the hardest thing because a big part of my uh my whole shtick is uh a big old what the fuck scrunch. 
Yeah. All right. Yep. Uh, we'll we'll have to do it again sometime. If I ever start a podcast, I'll, I'll probably have you on at some point. Oh, uh, that'd be great. Although, although if I do start a podcast, it's I it wouldn't be one on one. There'd be it'd probably be three. There'd probably be three people. Go ahead. That that's cool. That's man. just how I roll. I've been trying to get more uh, yeah. here for a while. All right. So right. Episode. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna have to find another guest for the next episode. We're, it, the topic is actually going to be what today's was supposed to be movies. Movies. Yes. Movies. I have seen over five movies in my lifetime. Uh, everyone has. Mm. <laughs> Some people don't act like it. I mean, that's kind of, that's kind of the joke. But yeah, you get back to your stream, I'll be on. Yeah, buddy. We'll we'll see you around. Nice chit chatting. Uh, thanks for having me. No, no problem. It's my pleasure. Later days, bud. See ya.